Akon got a new song and he got the hair okay Akon <laughs> A mirror. I'm shocked at the yeah. I'm, I'm shocked at the the 1.8. How you call them? 1.8 views. Yeah, man, you know them name real. <laughs> Acoin is funding the uh, streaming farm. Do we know what Acoin went to jail for? Initially, I wasn't in fraud. That'd be too on the nose. Feels fraud or something like that. The majority of the time, I was in jail for theft by receiving. That's awesome. Uh, oh no, he was receiving stolen cars. Mm. Locked up, won't let me out. Do y'all think that Akon could do like a little rebound uh, project? No, because no. he never really fell off. No, N- niggas never loved Akon like that. Mm, niggas love T. Niggas love T Nah, that you were, you were li- something different, bro. You were listening to Akon albums like that? Come on, bro. You, you front know Akon like he don't got hits. No, I, I didn't say he doesn't have hits, but you did you listen to a real Akon album like top to bottom the same way you would uh, like a T-Pain? Yeah, his first album was really good. His second album was low-key better. No, but, uh, don't Matter on it and uh... You couldn't even say that with a straight face. Fuck me. No, don't matter was hard. But <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter, no. Cause I got you, babe. <laughs> he had thugs in the hood singing that shit, man. <laughs> that shit went crazy. I, th- I think about that song he got with him. And maybe that maybe that blind man. Smack that? Yeah. That shit, that shit was hard, too. But yeah, but that shit trash now. Mama after Yeah, he had... Locked up on there, uh, Bonanza, uh, that ghetto, that pot of gold, lonely. Oh, yeah, this first album was, was fire. And don't let me get into the remixes from <laughs> Styles P. All right, man, we can get started, I guess. Yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino, and I'm in the strip club asking strippers what's their thoughts on Hamas, man. Um, and we back in here for episode 236, and we got my nigga Don in the building. Yes, sir. It's your boy Donnie. Um, aka <clears throat> Do Only Nice Your Digs. That's my acronym. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> let's move on, man. Because <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, where did Y come from? And then I realized you said Donny. <laughs> your digs. <laughs> what do you What do you define as your dig? It could be anything. It could be. Um, <clears throat> come back to me. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I could skate by that one, but. <laughs> All right, we got my nigga C's in the building. Yes, 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 Mr. Black Friday. Uh-uh, mm. stick up, stick up. What you got on your wish list, man? Honestly, nothing. Black Friday don't hit the same when uh, when you don't have to, like, camp out. You're not rushing rushing in there at midnight with a flock of other people. Yeah, they got them people working on Thanksgiving and shit now, man. It's a damn shame. Y'all never had any uh, crazy Black Fridays? Hell no. Nah. Damn, you Paul, man. I couldn't afford shit. <laughs> no, I just never been in a rush for no shit like that. I normally uh, order it offline or something like that. Just get that. Nah, what is I it? Mean, Cyber I, Cyber Monday or something like that? No, nah, I mean, I mean, like before Cyber Monday, like like twenty ten ish. 
I'm sure you, I have, you know like, you could you know there was a time where it's like the only way to get the deals was like you had to be at the store at like midnight. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I have. I think like when in high school, like some video games or something came out, I think I went and grabbed those. But when I was a kid, my parents wasn't going for that shit. So it was what it was. Um, uh, I don't know if y'all y'all uh, tapped into the the Soul Patrol show. It's, it's called Soul Patrol. Yeah, it's this, it's this girl called uh, Lindsay Renee, and she likes maybe five years younger than us, but she be playing like some old shit, like the whispers and shit like that. But she decent though, and man, I might have to get niggas to tap into that show to support. Is this a radio show? Well, uh, I, I really don't know what it is. I follow her on Instagram, so but like every time she come on camera, she be like, "Hey y'all, it's Lindsay Renee with the Soul Patrol show," and then she just throw on some whispers or some shit, and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> you too young to be playing like this fucking this old ass music." <laughs> Let me throw the whispers. She trying to seduce Jalen Hurts. <laughs> bro, we got to, I'm not hating, but that nigga be doing a lot, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, it's not hate, but let's be for real. Like, yes, that's a that's that can't be a playlist. No, I'm talking about I'm on a I'm on a field warm enough to voyage to Atlantis. Like, nigga, nobody's doing that, bro. <laughs> Stop. It was crazy because it went it it went like Anita Baker, Jada Youngin, MC Light. Ronald Isley, JD. <laughs> it was some ridiculous mixes on there, bro. I would be free. I, there's no way he was. He's running around uh, listening to MC Light by choice. But low key yeah, though, like Rick on there. Like, yeah, it, on. it was ridiculous. Uh, but low key though, do, do y'all like listening to R and B when y'all working out? Do y'all have a problem with it? I don't have a problem with it. I could do it. I'd rather not, but I I could do it. No, okay, yeah. Sometimes it helped me a little bit more, like that, like you know that fast rap and the trap and all that shit. Like it worked from time to time. I think more with cardio. But when I'm doing my list, man, sometimes that R and B be decent. Mm. So I don't know what it is, man. Find your groove and get to it. Um, but how y'all doing, man? What's going on? Solid, man. Countdown to the slow break. That's all so it is. So close. So close. Our countdown begins, man. Y'all got off on Thursday and Friday? <sighs> yeah. Mm. Need that. That Friday, I'm trying to do nothing. I might go thrifting and then that's it. Man, they got that uh, Dolphins-Jets game. I'm going to just sit my ass down. Oh, yeah, they do got a uh, Black Friday game now. Hey, yeah. shout out to the NFL, man. They, they know they what the people want. It's some NBA that day, too. It, oh yeah, it is because they they can't get on Thursday game, so they're gonna probably load us up on um. Come on, man! On Friday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, to do that, man, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody good, and everybody solid. We good. What you uh, what you been up to? Oh my god, and we get college football on that Friday. Oh shit, I ain't been on nothing, man. I've been chilling really. I watched some shows yesterday. I don't know if y'all tapped in the Blue Eye Samurai, but that shit was fire. Blue Eyes Samurai. It yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, I don't even. Watch, I don't even know if this would be considered an anime like that, but um, it's like an anime style, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, it's about like this this mixed girl. Um, she, like back in the day when Japan uh, 
preventing white people from well anything from outside of Japan to move into Japan. Um, I guess like some white invaders came in there and got this woman pregnant, and the daughter is mixed, and that's like looked down upon, and she becomes like a samurai. And shit, it's it's crazy. It's a wild like to explain it, but it was actually pretty fire. Yeah. Um, y'all been checking out anything on TV or anything like that? Did y'all want to put niggas on? Nah, I, I wish. I, I need to catch up on that rap shit. I realized that earlier today. Man, I still need to watch that first episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you caught up? Yeah, I'm. I'm caught up. I'm not. Uh... It, I mean, it, it, it... The end of the last episode, the end of the third episode, got me a little intrigued. So I'm gonna mm. keep watching. You didn't like the second one? It was cool. Yeah, it it was cool. I mean, I I think I'm just I need to understand what this show is. Like, it's you ain't really getting much out of it. So I guess it is what it is. Yeah, somebody on Twitter said um, the first season seemed like you was getting like an inside look on things, and it seemed a lot different than this one, which feels more like a show, um, but not in a good way. Because mm. like he said, like the first one was I don't know, it felt like it from a different perspective. And this one is just like just a regular basic show, but the I guess the narrative doesn't match up to how it's supposed to be. So I'm like I, I can't really like rephrase what he's saying, but I, I kinda understood it. Yeah, they need to start with that the social media camera angles, FaceTime bullshit that they do. That's just annoying. I'm I'm yeah. over it. Like, like it looks cool, but it feels like some little kitty type shit. You don't have to do that in every episode. Yeah, like some but iCarly it, shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, let's get into it, man. We got a nasty week this week, man. A very nasty week, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, I think we all know where we're starting. Uh, Puff Daddy, aka Sean Combs, aka Diddy, aka Brother Love, aka Prisoner One Zero Three Four Five Six Seven. We can't do that. <laughs> Diddy, 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 man. Um, well, I want to start this out. So this week, um, Cassie filed a civil suit against Sean Combs, aka Diddy. Um, stating that she was subjected to abuse repeatedly over there. I don't know how long they dated, but they dated for a, a fairly long amount of time. I, th- I think it was like 13 years. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was over 10 years. Yeah. Um, so she was subjected to things like physical abuse. Um, I'll read some of the stuff that she alleged. It's a long thing, but I'll just do something like the, the lowlights. I don't want to call them highlights. Um, so she said that Diddy would allegedly set her up with like male escorts and have her have sex with them and give her drugs and alcohol. So, you know, she'll be out of it. Um, that she obviously was trying to get away from him at certain points, but he would come in and sexually assault her and uh, beat her. Um, he, she said that she tried to escape one time in a hotel and he caught her in the hallway and threw a vase at her and he allegedly paid off the hotel staff to get the video 
I guess she, when they were like in a break, she dated Kid Cudi briefly. And when Diddy found out, he blew up. He threatened to blow up Kid Cudi's car, and then it actually blew up. So she she believes that he has something to do with that. Um, it's a lot of devious stuff on here. I tried to name some of the stuff out just by what it was because I feel like just saying he sexually assaulted her multiple times or, um, you know, just getting like a general label on it. Sometimes that minimizes it and you don't see what kind of uh, shit he was allegedly doing, like what kind of nefarious shit this man was allegedly doing. Mm. Uh, let's start here. When, when this first came out, what did y'all feel about the allegations? I think initially it was kind of, I guess initially it was believable. So to some extent, I guess I kind of knew he probably had something to do. Like this probably sounded so absurd to me. I guess it was the fact that it was probably real was that high. That was probably high with me. Um, Everything was just, I don't know. And then it just seemed like the way with the timeline also, a whole bunch of facts kept popping up and a whole bunch of old tweets about everything that was being included kind of in that you pinpointed, like in the lawsuit, um, there was somewhat public acknowledgement. So it seemed like this wasn't something that wasn't known, I guess, in some capacity. So that was just, I think that was enough confirmation, I guess, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this shit was crazy. I, I was, when it first dropped, I saw the alert. I'm like, damn. Uh, I don't know what this is, but then reading the article, I was like, "Oh, this is this gets scarier. This gets a little." He he was the Joker for real, bro. He he was moving wild. He he was moving insane. Um, but like C said, I kind of it did seem believable, just from like what we've been quietly hearing about Diddy throughout the years. This mm-hmm. didn't seem too off like there was definitely stuff in there and i was like whoa okay okay i i I hope he wasn't really doing this but (sighs) i can see it yes so after after it came out i mean obviously when stuff like this happens people are giving more courage to come out and say what happened to them and we're starting to hear different accounts of things that happen like i don't know if y'all saw uh Aunt Glizzy, from, uh, one of Shaq Glizzy's friends, said that he was in a studio with him, Shaq Glizzy, Diddy, and Wale, and they Diddy was hanging Wale, uh, dangling Wale over the balcony by his shoes. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Wale? Wale. Yeah. He said he was working, he was, Wale and uh, Cassie were working on a song, and they were in the studio, and before they even came, Wale was like, yo, watch how you talk to Cassie or whatever, because Diddy, you know, he mad protective over her and he'll, he'll like wild out on you. And they ended up walking out of the studio and it's like some blinds that you can close, like some like theater blinds or whatever. And he said he saw Wale's shoes over, like hanging over the balcony and them, them niggas hanging Wale over the balcony, bro. <laughs> so this nigga Diddy was nefarious, bro. I, I, I don't even use nefarious. This nigga, that's the only way I can describe Diddy's fucking actions, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I and just even from an outside perspective, I can I can I do feel like 
he would have actually legitimately been upset that Cassie was dating Kid Cudi and and actually threatened to blow up his car. Bruh, that nigga Sam Rothstein <laughs> Kid Cudi, bruh. <laughs> like, I, I'm just imagining Cudi, like, walking out his crib, like, you know, twirling the keys, doing some hums or some shit, and then Diddy fucking blow up his car. <laughs> Can't wait to get a drive-in on this nice afternoon. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> he got some exclusive homes he's about to go lay down in the studio and this nigga Diddy just blew up this nigga uh, car bro <laughs> you know how terrifying uh, that, a, a, a feeling is to have to have your car blow up bro I would never trust the car yeah. again <laughs> I'm done bro I'm fighting <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I mean cause that just shows cause they said he had so much power that he would have people, I guess, like his assistants or people who are around, like they knew what he was doing, but nobody was like willing to stop him, I guess. Like they yeah. would, if they needed to call somebody to pay somebody off or call her to say, you need to call him, like they was doing it. Yeah. And that's the dangerous thing about that is Diddy has so much money that even now, as we see uh, the breaking news yesterday was he settled the lawsuit. And that was less than maybe 24 hours after the news had broke. So we don't know. It's an undisclosed amount. But initially, Cassie was looking for $30 million. I'm sure the number was over that. I'm sure Diddy was just like, fuck it. No, whatever she want. Just pay them to and, settle this shit. And when you even say that, that's... Um, I feel like that should be shocking to folks. Because usually when people settle... Do people really try to settle above what they the person's asking for? Unless you would think it's something that's like, I, we need to make sure this is ironclad. You can't address this in any capacity moving forward. So we're now going to go over what you were asking for, so we can put in some other, I guess, guidelines into the into the paperwork. Yeah, and that's why I'm that's why I'm thinking it has to be a, an amount overwork because if she was just gonna get what she was gonna get, her thirty or whatever. I don't. I think she'll wait till some of the details came out, or wait to at least wait to tell some of her truths so they can be out there. Um, I think Diddy was just like whatever, like because it was about to get dark for him. And honestly, even if she didn't do it to tell some of the truths, even just buying that much time for that to potentially be like in the news cycle could maybe get other people who are in the same similar situation to kind of be comfortable to move forward. So you now have like multiple, I guess, of those civil cases in motion instead of, and I, again, that's probably why, because if he nips it in the bud, now it's de- doesn't, you don't get that opportunity for like that avalanche to come where it all kind of snowballs at once. Yeah. And you mentioned other people like you, this is the thing about celebrity. Like so much stuff is like pushed to the, the background like we let you get away with so especially diddy because he was like one of the the top people in hip-hop you got to think about all the stories that came out that we was just like okay think about the wale shit i just said j cole fighting him like j cole don't bother nobody bro allegedly he was about to pour some drink on kendrick because kendrick said he was the king of new york and then j cole had to step in and intervene like that's just crazy him throwing a kettlebell at a uh, ucla intern um because his son got sent home um him snapping drake's collarbone loose like it's so much shit that diddy was like on like evil time bro you know how insane it is to throw a kettlebell yeah that's a like that's attempted murder (laughs) Bro, so yeah. I mean, 
it, that just shows the power of celebrity. Um, and as this goes on, because this is going to continue to be a story, you see all these conspiracy theories about like Kim Porter and his other kids and his other uh, romantic interests, J-Lo and things like that. Um, we seeing how having money and fame are going to stop people from talking about this. Because, I mean, we're not connected. We we don't have no, we don't have a problem with talking about what's going on here. But I don't know if y'all tuned into the Joe Budden podcast, but everybody was waiting for what Joe had to say. And did y'all, did y'all see the clip when they talked about it? Mm-hmm. What did y'all think about their response or Joe's response uh, specifically because he's in the industry? I, I would have to see what they edited out. Because it's clear they edited a whole bunch out because of the settlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the six minutes that they left in there, I thought it was bullshit. But I wish I knew what he said before that. Because um, if it was anybody else, he would speak on the situation. He pretty much dodged it and said, it's not my job to really speak on the nastiness that's going on in the industry. Um, I don't need to be... I don't need to be the voice of that. But if it was anybody else, he would be quick to speak on it. So mm-hmm. it's contradictory. But I, I didn't see it, but I, I guess I, I didn't see it in full, but I did something hear that soundbite. And it made me wonder if is taking that approach to not reporting on it and stepping away from it or, or voicing real opinion on it. Is that dodging it or is that, I guess, somewhat trying to be responsible to the severity of the situation and not wanting to get involved in it in any capacity. Cause I guess if we're now at the point where I, I don't know necessarily if you need like these podcasts, these outlets, these, these, I guess these hip hop media outlets reporting on this heavily, because I guess it's of the severity of the situation. I guess you want to make sure you get the, um, I guess a real journalist POV on this. Mm-hmm. Is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what your job is. I'm not because everybody with a microphone isn't a, a reporter. We aren't journalists and stuff like that. We try to be as fair and as um balanced as possible, but um I think the reason why we the reason we got here is because it's such a buddy buddy secrecy club. Like you're seeing all this stuff come to light now because Diddy was the nigga with the money. He can do whatever he want to do because he got the money. He has the connections. He can get you shut down, whether it's your career or he get you jumped or whatever the case may be, allegedly. Um, now, when it comes to this type of stuff, if we if you want to be taken seriously, at what you do, if you you want your voice to be paramount in these discussions or be a real critic of what's going on out here, here you have to address the uncomfortable stuff um like even act where i i think act is a super goofy but like because he's not tied to any entity pretty much like he's not tied to diddy he's not tied to a lot of these corporations he can speak his mind and he actually has some words about uh both joe and breakfast club i, I played them briefly my mom, my dad, my kids, and shit that I know a little bit about. I don't give a fuck who, what none of these people is doing outside of this. That's Cap. <laughs> Yo, this is such Cap. Yo, this is like the Diddy protection spell. I don't know what the fuck Diddy done did to the whole industry. That's Cap. Nigga, nigga sit and talk about weirdo shit by, by 
R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, by every other person. But when it comes to Diddy, it's like, ask me about my mom, my, my, my mom, my, my girl, my son. Ask me about my, my, my pet dog. My, what the hell? Nah, nigga, the fuck we want to know about Diddy? <laughs> so that, that's what he said about Joe. And this is what he said about the Breakfast Club. Everybody else that y'all consider that you trust or whatever, they won't say a fucking word. I listened to the Breakfast Club. They were pathetic. You know what I mean? They were like, oh, okay. What was it? What happened? Oh, well, prayers for everybody. They said this little generic thing, right? <laughs> Yo, they said Cassie was getting pummeled by dozens of male prostitutes without her consent in freak-offs, getting her ass beat to a bloody pulp, and, yeah, for decades. You know, the Breakfast Club says, well, you know, prayers to everybody. This is this is kind of crazy. I'm like, what? <laughs> they hear me call city girls flop. Yo, man, act me hard on the females. What? Nigga, what? I'm like, yo, I see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so why act is animated and like he makes shit funnier than it needs to be. This is the same situation. We we're not laughing at the situation. But I think the way to act addresses stuff and sometimes yeah, like yeah, it's just straightforward because he's not tied to Diddy. Like he don't care about what Diddy has to say. He not he can't lose his job because what Diddy has to say. And I think it it's people like that that have to report on stuff like this. It can't be the jails. It can't be the breakfast clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And oh, man, and it has to be tough because I feel like a lot of the people that uh, you just named they 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 were aware. And they can't say it now, because it looked like you was just enabling shit. Like you, you didn't. Well, it seems like, like you do this whole time. From the consensus, it seems like a lot of people knew for a long time, and everybody. It it just seems like it was like I guess some industry knowing. And I, even if you look like on the timelines, there are people who I guess who seem very random who kind of knew or knew of these things again, which is I guess the best part of like social media. You who knew these things the de- a decade ago, yeah. So I, at some point, it's like, is this just something that everyone's turning a blind eye to? I mean, because I guess even with the settlement, and that yes, of course, they're saying a settlement isn't an admission of guilt. But I think any, I don't say any logical person, but a normal person would say, well, why would you settle if you feel like you're not guilty? Um, and again, part of that could be to make sure that information doesn't get out. But if it's information that would have gotten out that you're saying isn't believable, then you should you would assume you want to clip your name as opposed to just having this settlement for this be attached to you. Yeah. And the the settlement being an admission of guilt is different. It's different in certain situations. Sometimes I, I do think it's it has been a few people who just settled out because they were tired of dealing with it. Like it, it's been a long time. They tired of paying lawyers. They tired of making the court appearances. And they just like, fuck it. Here, take the money. I don't want to deal with this. Um, it's it's just not worth my time. It's actually just give you this bird. Now, you sell it 24 hours later, that's just you, hey, I want to wipe this clean. I don't want to like have none of this come out. And I do think, in my opinion, that that, that is as close to a mission as guilt of guilt that you can get. Now, Dude. what all he did, I don't know. Um, but I do think this makes me look at Diddy differently. And yeah, I was going to say one, do you think more people come out, um, with these type of 
at least civil suits, if not criminal suits? And do you think that there's any impact for him industry wise? That's hard to say because the details didn't come out. I I think people still save some. Um, I I think he saves face a little bit in this in this instance because you still have people taking up for him. I just saw a live with, and I know they they not doing nothing in the industry, but Rich Dollars and uh, what's the other buddy from Love and Hip Hop? Dude, who be cheating all the time? Uh, Peter Guns. Peter Guns. Yeah, it was a live stream, and they were discussing like Cassie Lyme because it looks like, from their opinion, it looks like it was all about the check. And a lot of people have echo- echoed that. Um, well, not a lot of people, but it's it's been a decent amount of people that I've seen on social media echo that. Like, she just wanted to check uh, if it was about, like, about the survivors or trying to help the victims, then she would bring all this to light. And I'm like, this is a civil suit, you know? The reason she filed it, it was just like she wants to recover from the pain and suffering or whatever, and he, she thinks that he should have to pay for what he did. There was going to be no legal action regardless of what happened in this case. And this also is, I think, bringing a light to the situation, because now had this not been put forward, no one would have, I don't think, believed it, which is, I guess, weird to say. Um, But you had contextual, I guess, evidence or stories or whatever her recollection was. And he responded to that, which... Mm. And then again, I think if you go back and you kind of, again, people are trying to, you know, piece certain things together, but they went back and found old Instagram posts of her with like a, like a, I don't know, like a swollen eye and a, and a swollen lip um, that they assumed accounted like with the timeline of everything. So now people are going back and, and reconnecting certain things that are associated with him. Um, so now this person who was even, I guess, somewhat fully beloved is now being questioned, which I think helps open the door for other individuals who may be victims to come out and say something if they feel need be. Mm-hmm. Which I think her, her, I guess, intended intent was. So, I mean, it, it really depends on who's who's going to be willing to follow up on this to see if Diddy skates by and, and is able to stay in the industry or not. If no one else is willing to step up, I could see him just surviving this, to be honest, because yeah. he did wipe it clean. And it's you know how news cycles go; that shit don't stay yeah. up there long. And not mm-hmm. and not saying he's R. Kelly, but R. Kelly had the same thing to some extent, where what he was doing was known in certain circles, and nothing really happened until at some point it became like an avalanche of individuals or people coming together and piece, things being pieced together. Yeah, and I don't want to separate his alleged actions from what R. Kelly did because in in the in the details from the original report, he broke into her house and R word her. So if if that's true, then he's on the same he's on the same tier. I mean obviously it's not the same amount of victims, but I, things like that, I don't, I don't care if it's one or forty nine. Like you, you as worse of a piece of shit as he is in, in my in my eyes. Um, 
And yeah, like you said, like you start looking back at other stories, like the Ryan Leslie story, and start to piece together. Was that just coincidence, or was that like something? Because you know, Cassie used to date Ryan Leslie, um, mm-hmm. and then the whole thing with Ryan Leslie, all his music gets stolen, like his laptops get stolen and shit. Like, was that Diddy, or was that just chance? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but it's kind of fucked up now. Where you got to place everything on Diddy? Yeah, <laughs> Diddy. <laughs> yeah uh, so i mean now it's tough bro um and it goes now it goes to the cancel conversation um which we had last week um when we were talking about r kelly and i was like hey look i'm still gonna listen to some r kelly songs and with a person like diddy who's touched a lot of different artists and a lot of different records and his impact has been seen throughout a lot of hip-hop history where do you stand on the cancellation like do you not listen to anything did he touch um like i'm i'm thinking about like pastor cavassier like can i not listen to that anymore <laughs> like his ad-libs without his ad-libs we got a different song when when buster was like uh Pass me the razor. I need to shave my cho. What he say? I need to shave your cho child. And that Diddy came in with that shit. Like Bye. it's a different song. <laughs> yeah. No. I I stand on the separate the music from the person. So you already know what I how I feel about that. I'm listening to all that shit. Standard old business classics. Yeah, but I mean, does that mean that you support? Do you, in your mind, do you, you? So you don't feel like that means you still supporting him? Uh, um, as a person, no. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think with him it's a little bit easier because, like, if if you're listening to another artist's music who he may have been on his label or things like that, like you feel a little less guilty about it. Um, but if you go on, like, you keep buying, like. I don't know, Ciroc and Sean John. If you might, Sean John, you got other problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, I understand. Oh, you know, people got to people got to stop. Uh, they got to chill though. I understand Diddy is a fucked up nigga, but stop comparing Ciroc to some low level ass vodka. It it wasn't that bad. Like, come on, what are we doing? Yeah, I see no, people it- comparing it. Nets and shit. Like, relax. <laughs> it yeah. was never that. Yeah, you know how people are gonna be on on social media. Um, I, and I, in that same vein, I want people to kind of chill on the conspiracy theories as well. Like, um, somebody said that Diddy like snatched her hair out on the side of her head, and that's what forced her to uh, do the shave. And initially, and I think Young Jock already came out and said the night that that Diddy asked her to, or requested that she shave her head. And it was when they were at a party and some, like, I guess some white chick was in the party with a half-shaved head. He came to her drunk as hell and was like, "Lo, I'll fuck with that. Hey, you gotta shave your head or whatever. Not saying that that was right, but that's okay. different than beating beating her or doing something physical to her and making her happen. Well, I guess while you hear that, I think this is also part of why it's good that the story came out. So, I mean, I guess even hearing that in context is like, that's a little strange, but it's not absurd. But you just know that, I guess, if this, and like you said, it could be a conspiracy theory. It's just narrative is already kind of sprinkled out there. And you hear throughout her accounts how he got at certain times and how physical he got. 
from him demanding you shave your head to her being seen again, I guess, with the shaved head, there is somewhat some possibility, I guess, that's now created that from that request to it happening, some violence could have happened in between. Yeah, of course. But I don't think that they going off of that that narrative. I think they just saying, oh, she had a shaved head. Um, like let's world build here and like like let's make this narrative of why that had to come about. When Jock already told the story now, if if we could completely trust that story, no, but it was way before this and like it, he would have no reason really to make up that story. And yeah, but also it's it's and this is also the strange part. Well it's not really strange. A lot of his artists who are now like separated from him have been saying negative things about him for quite some time mm. because i think even in that in when jock retelling that story he shared that it was strange to him for him to come down and make that demand and that request and for her to respond and be like whatever sean says happened he was like no that's weird um what's her name shorty from from danny kane aubrey mm-hmm. she'd have been saying certain things and alluding to i guess even a while ago that she knew something was coming and that's why he was giving back everyone their masters uh, as a hope to make them sign NDAs and kind of help suppress the storm before it came. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always been a cloud to follow Diddy, like this inside joke in, in, in the industry. You always have 50 cent joking on him and other people would say like stuff, but we always saw those innocent, like Diddy be kind of be moving kind of fruity. And like in an innocent way, like not like deviant, <laughs> but like him be, yeah. you know, he'll say some wild shit. Like, uh, don't do that to me, daddy. Like when he was on uh, Drink Champs, and he was just saying like, like hey, we thought it was innocent. This paints a completely different like picture of Diddy. Like he, like he kingpin or some shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely a uh, king of the underworld or something like that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and so paying fifty thousand dollars to get hotel footage, like, I guess even to that extent, it's like now, it's it's I don't want to say it's scary, but you you can understand I guess her fears because it's like if you're willing to if you can do that and like just make it go away, at that point like there's nothing you can't almost make go away. Yeah, Yeah, and. It goes back to why people are scared to come out and say people are asking like, oh, why she wait to now to say something like the deadline coming up or whatever. It was just like because she don't know how it's going to go. Like he you see how easy it was for him to just pay this off and like in this. Like you don't know how people are going to believe you, even with all these details and Kid Cudi's rep uh, confirming this account and other people saying like different little stuff. People are still skeptical about if this happened. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I hope justice is served, man. Like with all these situations, um, prayers for Cassie, man, her health, uh, her mental health on this situation. Um, sad that this happened to her and it was looked over for a long time. Um, it's really about holding people accountable, man, whether they be your industry friends, your, your personal friends, or whoever. Um, sometimes you, it got to be you got to have some courage to step up and end shit like this. Because if one person would have just been like, yo, like, that's not right. Then this could have been ended. Um, 
But I don't, I don't know. It, it just I kind of want to touch back on for a second on the, the conspiracy stuff, like the Kim Porter stuff. I, I kind of want people to leave. Like, yeah, we can look into the details, but don't make up stuff about that because that's still yeah, like hates kids, mom. Yeah, you, you Twitter niggas aren't true detective. Show the fuck out. <laughs> Y'all believe so much uh, bullshit on a daily basis. Relax a little bit. Remember when her, his, what's his name? His son got the DUI and mm-hmm. mom was on Insta story talking about she's fed up. Mm-hmm. It's just, like I said, it's just been an avalanche of, I, I think that people have slowly been trying to point fingers and, and make everything be seen. But yeah, now the assumptions should, should cease. Yeah, because I think they make the, they make the, the real, what's really happening look more shaky when you start adding in different details and different rumors and stuff just like let's focus on the facts like she laid it out bare other people are laying it out bare like let's focus on that and not little conspiracy theories that what you think was going on so uh that's why i'm gonna leave it i don't know if y'all have any other the final statements or no mm, if if you guys had the power to blow up somebody's car would you do it uh, I'm telling you right now, I th- hell, hell yeah! If I knew I wouldn't hurt them, I would do it. I don't yeah. know how, who you called to set that up, bro. <laughs> you gotta get, have a guy. Yeah, that's that's not something you're supposed to know. You're supposed to make a call. You gotta have some old Italians on payroll, bro. That's some old Italian methods. Uh, no, no black dudes know how to blow up no damn car. <laughs> <laughs> Like, nigga, I don't even know how to do that. You want him shot? I know how to do that. <laughs> they gonna blow up the twelves or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, that that was crazy. I, and that's the part I can laugh about the kid Cuddy and the kid Cuddy, my nigga. And I'm glad he wasn't hurt. But just imagine his car blowing up randomly is goddamn hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Um, do you do you think he had PTSD from that? Like he was afraid to get an Uber. Mm. Man, maybe I, I would think somebody's after me if if that shit happens. Like, bro, what? I was gonna say somebody made a point. And, uh, we never saw Jay Cole in a car again after they little scuffle. <laughs> he was riding bikes. Bike. Yeah. Hey, salute Jay Cole having like courage to step to that nigga, unless he just didn't know what, how, how diabolical that nigga was, bro. That that could be very true. <laughs> he didn't know he was stepping up to a demon. Yeah. <laughs> they, they say Hove might have saved him. Yeah, he might have had to hold for that. Yeah, and that that makes the Marvel shit way more funny because Marvel is like, no, we know what you be on, bro. You, we don't want the Joker even associated with you, dog. Oh, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, because they banned him from being a Joker on Halloween yeah. and shit. <laughs> So yeah, he got Diddy got a dark cloud around him now, man. This is unfortunate. And I, when this first happened, I legit got in the car and I was like, bro, it's sad. Like we really can't retain legends, bro. Like Diddy and Hove was like some of the only like top top niggas that like kind of stayed clean from the outside looking in. And to lose Diddy, it's just like. Damn, bro, why can't superstars just stay clean, keep their head down, and just be famous and make good music or make good art or whatever they do, make good movies? Why does it always have to be like this? 
I feel like it's, it's a certain type of madness that comes with the talent. Yeah. Is it is it a Hollywood thing? I think it's a power thing. I feel like it's hard. I feel like it's hard not to develop some type of God complex when you have millions and millions of and millions of people that idolize you. And you've made millions it, of dollars off of your yeah. your ability to pinpoint visions and curate whatever sounds yeah. are there. Yeah, you start like you you can't tell me nothing. What are you talking about? That may be it, but it just seems like we're losing so many people that 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 were at even at points at the top of their craft. You got to think Kells, Diddy, Trey Songz, Chris Brown, whoever, depending on who you ask, um, Kanye. Like it's one by one, bro. Jay the only one to save. Jay and Nas, and Nas just focusing on documentaries. So yeah, that's true. And and Jay and, and even <laughs> even in that, I think <laughs> I'm relaxed on Jay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ain't gonna be the one to jump out the window, but we know Jay probably do. We know who he's rolling with. Mm. <sighs> Come on now, I ain't gonna do this. <laughs> I don't think Jay was on some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. When did he date Beyonce? Dude. She was like 19 or something like that. 18, 19. Mm. Same age as Cassie when she met Diddy. All right, bro. <laughs> you can't make that connection. I'm just, I'm just talking. Right, listen, man. All right, let's, let's move on. Uh, Draymond Green was suspended for five games. He ended up, it was a little scuffle between Clay, Clay, uh, Clay Thompson and Jaden McDaniels when they played the uh Timberwolves. And it was only some pushing between Clay and Jaden McDaniels. For some reason, Draymond felt like he had to uh Rudy Gobert was trying to grab Clay and his arm was kind of on his neck, but depending on who you ask, it it I don't know. Some people thought it was malicious. Other people thought it wasn't malicious. But Draymond came and choked Rudy Gobert out for what seemed like 10 seconds <laughs> and dragged him back all the way back on the court and was now now he's suspended for five games. Um, people were asking for 10. Some people said it's not a big deal. What are y'all saying on the fence of this? Man, does that nigga have CTE or some shit? What the fuck is wrong with that nigga, man? He needs to be suspended for at least, I, I say, 50. Keep your hands to yourself and, and relax, bro. Like, that, that shit was hella unnecessary. I'm, 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 sick of the, I'm sick of his antics, bro. Something's really wrong with him. He really needs to be, like, checked into some type of, like, uh, asylum or, or something, bro. This nigga said check him into asylum like he's a Gotham no, villain. This no, nigga's scarecrow. No, it, that, that was hella unnecessary. There was no reason for that. And he kept dragging him, too. He dragged him from half court to the other <laughs> three-point line for no reason. Yeah. <sighs> Something seriously wrong. Um, I mean, people know I, I mess with the Warriors. I like the Warriors. And I like Draymond. And I think that sometimes his edge is needed on the Warriors because their leader is more soft-spoken leader. And without Draymond, I don't think that Steph could lead them to where they need to go. Um, but in the past few years, it's been increasingly more of a distraction than production. 
And I think when that happens, it's detrimental to the team. In this instance, I think the Draymond was completely out of line. Yes, I understand wanting to stand up for your for your guy, especially Clay. Clay really don't bother nobody. Like sometimes you go above and beyond to protect those type of niggas. Niggas that you know not really about trying to fight and shit like that. But the fact that he was choking Rudy out and for so long, it just wasn't a good look. And between this and the ant stuff, like Drake, Drake, he needs to sit down for a little bit. Every time he's on the floor, it seems like he's out there on bullshit. Mm. It, it's, I mean, from the choking to what they keep showing me this clips of him stepping off the bonus's chest, which is crazy to argue with. And he just, you gotta sit down. He's he, at this point, they, uh, he's true. becoming a problem to the warrior. And you know, they've had multiple conversations with him about. It. Yeah. And I think it like to me it boils down to the the thing that I said. It's like product the production ain't there for you to be this much of a distraction. Like if he was getting there having defensive player of the year years and still being able to facilitate like he, he used to and stuff like that, or score points like he used to, then I'm like, all right, it's Draymond, you you give him breaks on little shit. But you're not doing that. Him and Clay have been shells of themselves to start this year. And for you to become even more of a distraction than your play has been, I think that somebody needs to have a real talk with Dre and like, look, bro, like you're really wilding. Like we looking past the Jordan Poole shit because Poole is trash on the Wizards. Like if Poole was good, niggas would be on Draymond about having to trade him because he was on bullshit with him. That's true. So... Uh, it's his. It looks like his time is 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 slowly coming to an end with the Golden State because I think that if they don't fix their play or whatever in a year or two, he's gonna get traded. They just gonna be like, "Hey, let's just wash our hands. Let's start anew," because they look terrible right now. So we'll see what happens, but. Like I said, I fuck with Dre, but that that shit was out of line. You can't choke somebody for that long, bro. At least get the right person. I don't yeah. even think like Rudy was like. What were they saying? They were saying that he grabbed Clay's neck. Yeah, his arm was somewhat around his neck, like you said, but he wasn't really like choking him. Draymond Green. And the thing is, no, we we losing focus. Carl Anthony Towns, you need to do something. Yeah. Why did you sit there, stand there, and watch this nigga get choked? The same, I don't know why, because that's the same nigga that choked you. Nah, what? Uh, <laughs> didn't who who choked no. out the uh, cat? Rudy Gobert. No, Rudy, Rudy choked out cat. No, it was no, it was Ben Simmons, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Ben Simmons. It was Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> the funniest thing about Cat is she was huffing and puffing like he was doing some shit. <laughs> Get the fuck up out of here, man! Come yeah, on, bro. Yeah. No, nah, that that shit was. I mean, we we know what type of nigga Cat is. I respect Cat, but he you got two voices. Something you gotta do something. There's no reason that you just gonna let your man get choked like that. Yeah, no. You, I, I'm sorry. Like, I take whatever suspension of fine. But if we teammates, we damn near brothers. And if somebody is choking him out, especially for that long, bro, you get you catching something, bro. I deal with the consequences just, later. You just can't just stand there and yell, "Stop!" 
Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be an interesting season of how they deal with Draymond. Um last season when no, nah, not last season, but the year that they won the championship when he got suspended in the playoffs, he seemed to respond decently well to that. We're gonna see what happens in this instance, but I think that the bad thing about Draymond is you gotta let him be Draymond for him to be effective. And I don't know if the age thing or whatever the case may be is catching up to him, but I have serious doubts about him being effective going forward versus causing them more problems and issues and things like that. So I don't know. That's why I stand with that. Any final thoughts on the Draymond? Shit. You about to get sent to Detroit in a minute, brother. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, I know this is going to happen again. Draymond is not going to change his behavior. He's incapable of changing his behavior. So, but it's just one of those things. Can the Warriors live with that? Are they going to be successful enough with him on the floor that they can live with it? Um, uh, Snoop, stop smoking, man. (laughs) He dropped a, a graphic on Twitter. Uh, let me read the graphic one second. Um, all right. He says, so the, the tweet says I'm giving up smoke with a period. And then he dropped like a graphic, like somebody passed away and it was like, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. And it is the signature afterwards. Um, do y'all believe this this man has stopped smoking? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Honestly, Absolutely I do. Not. I do because I saw he put up that post that was like natural high, but he looked really stressed. Bro, that nigga looked stressed <laughs> in a motherfucking bro. <laughs> natural high. <laughs> Going through it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because this, this has to be his first time raw dog in life in how long? 30 years maybe if he really gave it up definitely shit like this this has to be yeah it might be longer than that this this has to be a a rude awakening for him somebody said the weed talking to us the weed talking to Snoop like the green goblin mask <laughs> yeah, Meek. Uh, it's some people that followed in his steps. Meek said uh, that he does smoking. Uh, Meek, I don't know why everything he does just annoys me, bro. I don't know why, bro. <laughs> the thing is, Meek just doesn't need social media. It's every. It's the way that he types all the tweets out. Anytime he does, he asks a question. It just take. It makes you take him unserious. Yeah, he said, uh, I'm going to go to Dubai and completely stop smoking. I'm going to follow Snoop. My doctor said I got a little bit of emphysema in my chest. If I don't stop smoking it, it cuts my lifeline in half. I was addicted to nicotine, and this new weed got too many chemicals and too risky to play with my mental. So. <laughs> the funniest thing about that is if this Snoop shit ends up being like an ad for something, <laughs> this nigga totally <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Man, I, I stopped smoking for nothing. Koi, <laughs> Dropped his I, I whole think, medical didn't, history. <laughs> didn't Koi say she was done too? Koi said she yeah. was up after Thanksgiving. 
at the Thanksgiving <laughs> shit. Bro, these, yo, they are wildin'. I don't believe it, but I'm gonna wait to see. Uh, did y'all see that list of stuff that men are tired of being judged about? Let's go. No. Let's hear it. All right, first I'm gonna ask y'all, um, is there anything that you are tired of being judged for? Well, tired of men being judged for. Tired of being judged for. Damn, if you would ask me this in a different year. I... Oh, um, carpooling. <laughs> the also uh, Destiny Child shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, was that Destiny Child? The uh, sitting nah, in your best friends. TLC, TLC. Yeah. 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 Carpool. <laughs> <laughs> they they really tried to cast shame because niggas was riding in a car together. Um, mm, I can't think of shit off the dome. We get Loki, a lot. this wasn't the thing before this week, but uh, niggas sharing a bottle, like five niggas to a bottle on a, on that Drake tape, man. That nigga mm-hmm. talking about you got a section and five niggas sharing a bottle. I was like, you think I'm gonna do this whole bottle by myself? No, like, I, 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 it's, it's fucked up, but I kind of get that. How how does that make sense? I, from my perspective, you shouldn't. If you're gonna buy a section, you shouldn't only have one bottle. Because with five people, you're not gonna get that much drink. I mean, right, so five people to one bottle, yeah, that's fine. But two bottles, like everybody shouldn't have their own bottles, bro. No, 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 and definitely, I think he was more so putting the emphasis of all five of us just gonna share this one bottle. In this section, that's a nasty mm. word. Mm. If you now, if you got five people in the section, you got two bottles. That's enough for two, three. That's enough to kind of go around and really drink. You got five niggas to one bottle. At that point, you got rations. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. that's when you start getting stingy. You start side eyeing, seeing. You start checking pores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is coming from a Huffington Post article. Um, just describing what men. It says men are revealing things that they want to stop being judged for doing and some of these have never occurred to me before uh i'll just read some of them taking their full paternity leave as permitted by employers i didn't know that was a thing people are judged for but what okay you offering i'm gonna take it yeah, yeah i know got a baby <laughs> <laughs> having hobbies people define as effeminate like baking gardening textiles and stuff like that damn. i can see that damn textiles yeah textiles is definitely one uh, interacting with kids, especially younger kids. <laughs> <laughs> what? Can't judge for that. That's crazy. Is <laughs> he talking to these kids? No, no I can I, see that. Like you just walk past the playground and like somebody sees you talking to a random kid. Yeah, like you, you pull up to a kid, you like, all right, I ain't one of those little freaky pervert niggas, bro. Yeah, they run up. Do you know them? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Just, <laughs> no, yeah. Nah, or if nah, I like nah. wanted to go see a baseball game, like a little league game, like it's it's it'd be weird to people saying that I I want to pull up and watch some baseball. It would be, yeah. If I don't got a kid, sir. So. Yeah, you just sitting there. You ain't got no. You don't know nobody. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the game? <laughs> no, nah, I just love the hustle, man. I love the game, oh. Here, man. Oh, oh, here, see your nephew. No skin in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, complimenting another man. Mm. We get judged for that? If you say somebody's attractive, some people will be like... Yeah. That, I think that's why dudes find different ways to say it. 
be like, oh yeah, I bet he get all the women or something like that, yeah. or he got some swag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Swag I, was I, don't, the key word. I don't think I don't think that's a proper compliment, or is that just being like aware of uh, the playing field? What you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like you gotta know what you, you gotta know who your competition is. Oh, I, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah, so you're just like, oh, like you're not right, really he, uh, like you can look like, all right, he might, he might, he might, he might, yeah, like he might, he might pull a couple. All right, I feel like there's nothing wrong with just being like, oh, he's a good looking dude. Like, you know, can you say sexy? Wow, that's insane. But also, what I mean, women say that girl is fine, like she's she's sexy, or they they'll play around like wanting to have sex with her or something like that. Yeah, Men can't do that. <laughs> Men can't know, do that at all. <laughs> that's a <real> great. <laughs> oh, I definitely love her. <laughs> oh, that's special right there. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Man, man, sculpted. Hey, we we got so many rules, bro. Um, next one is seeking support for mental health. I think this is a big one. I think that a lot of men are keep a lot of shit inside because they don't want to be seen as weak or like weird. But I don't think that's something they get judged on anymore. Maybe in like certain areas, but like across the board, I don't think that's something that you need to get judged for. I've seen people saying, like, my man needs to be, like, the rock of the household. We can't both be complaining about stuff at the crib. Like, I've seen that mm-hmm. multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that wouldn't that make therapy the outlet? I mean, you, we t- you talking rational. I'm talking about what yeah. what happens. Yeah. Um, The next one kind of goes hand in hand with it, showing emotion. Um, like crying and stuff like that. Like, if we just seen a nigga crying, we'd be like, "Yo, what? What the hell is wrong with this nigga?" That's true. Do you guys like ever just do like a random cry? No. Nah, it got to be something. Just to get wrong. some shit out. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, it, it got to be something wrong, man. Well, I just need, hey, man, I'm going through it. Let me get also, this off crying, real quick. Crying sucks. I guess nobody really wants to cry. I don't think I have the ability to uh, not to cry, but to do a long cry. Like when I cry, it's normally like for a couple seconds and then I, I just be like, all right, I stop. And it's weird. But, but I, I used to like when I was a kid, I'd be able to cry for a long time. But now it's just like, all right, let me just get this out. Do like a yell or some shit and be like, all right, I'm good. A yell? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Back. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Let me see if we got any more important ones. Making the first move. Mm -hmm. We getting just for not making? Not making the first move. My bad. Not making the first move. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I I stand on that one. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. If you like what you like, make the move. Also, it's is you. It depends, but also it's you. Nobody wants to be known. It's it's easy to get creep on your jacket, yeah. and no, nobody really wants to get to get that on their jacket. 
Yeah, especially nowadays like with text and everything. People are so willing to screenshot your your conversation. They don't even get the nuance of it. Mm. <laughs> They'll just send it to their girls. Look at this. Look at this nigga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nah, you you one hundred percent got a text with with the notion that you will know you'll get screenshot at some point. Mm. That's unfortunate. Uh, being short, literally, no one has control over their height. Judge people for the things they can control. Let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Damn. Hey, man, don't turn up at that point. <laughs> no, man, that's real shit. But yeah, it's cool, dope. man. Yeah, but I can't judge. Uh, I'm a, let's, yeah, let's keep it going. Okay. All right. We can't turn it one of those podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. <laughs> you getting possessed by a fresh and fit demon? Let's <laughs> <laughs> start going crazy. <laughs> uh, and I think the last one is, oh, no, it's actually a few more. Uh, not being comfortable around kids, taking long showers. Some of these things are like, bro, what are you talking about? Not being in a mood for sex. But that is that's, something that's a good one though. Juicy. Yeah, that's a really good one. Uh drinking girly drinks. I don't care what I don't care if you judge me. I'm getting my tequila sunrise and I'ma drink it. Yeah, I don't even think that's a girly drink. I think what makes a, a a drink girly is the glass they put it in, to be honest. Yeah, no, no. I'm I am yeah. kind of subconscious about that. Like I don't like yeah, those don't little like Mojito glasses and shit. <laughs> little margarita. Like, don't get me. I hate yeah. when they do that. I'll be seeing yeah. a fire drink and they bring it in that glass. I'm like, come on, dog. We really doing yeah. this? Because honestly, as a man, if you order a margarita, are you allowed to lick the sugar off the rim? Nigga. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Hell no. Come on now, man. Nigga, what? <laughs> Come on, if I ever bro. see one of y'all niggas licking the shit off the room, <laughs> get the fuck out. Yo, I'm gonna ask security to toss your ass about it. <laughs> Somebody get him out of here. Oh, shit. Uh, we got hairlines on here. I, I kind of feel that one, either. Man, but that's there. That's, that's what I'm saying there with the height. That's uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm sure people have said something, but... I don't. I don't bother me that much because I, it's like I can't do nothing about it. Like y'all want me to get some Tory Lane shit? Like <laughs> it is what it is. Bro, so. Some niggas is some niggas is wallet out, bro. You see that one dude that got like the little uh, the dreads on his beard? Yeah, that was <laughs> nuts, was like, bro. <laughs> that was nuts. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's um. Men spreading my reproductive, my reproductive organs are on the outside. It's not comfy squishing them. What? What? Oh, that's when you like sit down, but like you, you. So if you like sit on the train and then you like, mm-hmm. you don't oh, keep your legs kind of like together. You like, <laughs> I don't want to say you spread eagle, but your legs are kind of <laughs> spread out. I thought that's that was called. a normal thing. Well, that's that's what it says because, like, I guess it makes women now have to look at your crotch because you've got it all spread out, and you take up space. Oh, okay, yeah. This last one is real. Uh, like when you walking outside at night. Oh, but I don't think people judge you for this. But and like it's like a woman or something like that. They think you like you like a weirdo. But I think that's just having to be safe. Like I can understand that. I, yeah, no, no, no. I I understand that. Uh, 
I'm, I'm not too mad at that. Did you, the thing I hate when you're walking and it's and say it's a girl and she thinks that you're about to approach her because she, I, I mean, regardless, because she just feels like, oh, I don't know, maybe you know she's been approached all day or whatever. I don't mm. like that shit. Don't think I'm one of these other dusty niggas that that want to talk to you. I'm no, I'm just getting to my destination. <laughs> Like get the fuck up out of here! Like they they be putting their phone up or some shit or act like they talking. Like I know y'all know you. I know you dead. <laughs> like nobody trying to approach you, motherfucker. Well, she I don't know that. I, I understand that. It just seems so disrespectful. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm like I I give off vibes of a nigga that's gonna ask for your number out of nowhere. Yeah, or do I, some crazy. Some, shit. Sometimes yeah. I just want to approach yeah. and be like I don't want it. <laughs> I didn't want you. <laughs> is that a, is that a crazy feeling to, to? You know you're not a creep, but you don't want to be perceived as one. Like that that annoys and frustrates you. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm a big nigga, so like I'm pretty sure I give off shocking, scary vibes at night, like when <laughs> motherfuckers alone. So <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be your win, so I know. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know what comes with that, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that this kind of ties into the Billie Eilish uh, quote from this week. I don't know if y'all saw that. Um, but she was interviewed for Vogue or something. I, I forgot who it was for, but it was an article. Um, and she said, nobody ever says a thing about men's body. Um, if you're muscular, cool. If you're not, cool. If you're real thin, cool. If you have a dad bod, cool. If you're pudgy, love it. Everybody's happy with it. You know why? Because girls are nice. They don't give a fuck because we see people for who they are. Do y'all agree with that? No. Yeah, no. No. Do y'all feel like it's some truth to that, though? Do y'all feel like it's easier as a woman to not be in shape and stuff like that? I mean, it's harder on a woman to not be in shape than it is a man. I I agree with that. Yeah. The the body images for women is definitely a lot harsher than they are for men. I'll agree, oh. but that doesn't mean that uh, women don't. You know, they they know what they like, and they may disregard somebody else's body image. I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, we just described one with the the short thing. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of uh, high schoolers being called fat. What? <laughs> I don't know why you said it like that just made me laugh, bro. <laughs> I think it was a pause. Like, <laughs> I was waiting for something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel you, bro. <laughs> I, 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 granted, yeah, everybody kind of like grows into what they like and if you fat, skinny, whatever, you gonna have hiccups, but it's not all like welcoming to some regard. Yeah, I wish niggas would have been around like to see me when I was in high school, man. I had like I was super self conscious about weight and stuff like that, bro. Uh, so I think it happens on both sides, dog. It's a reason uh, people get into the pools with t shirts on. Exactly. Fair. Like it, I think it affects, and it's not just the women thing because you you know you're gonna get chopped up by niggas too like mm-hmm. so it ain't just like oh you trying to impress women 
because some people just don't care about what opposite sex thing or whatever, but you know, you're going to get chopped up by your niggas. So, yeah, you know, you just, it, I think body dysmorphia works on both ways. Um, and her calling women nice. <laughs> That's cap. <laughs> if they are nice, I think they are nice, sir. Um, yeah. in regards to that, but I don't think they're nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I think they're more. I think they're more forgiving on that on body images. Like I, I feel like women, um, they could sometimes overlook it for like more for personality more so than when men would. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And they they found a, a way to rebrand the 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 B O N male into like a teddy bear. Mm, yeah, no, that's real. That's real. Like get you, you get you a big boy in the wintertime and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. they like that shit. Men mm, haven't done that. No, <laughs> it ain't get you a it ain't get you a big girl in the wintertime. It's get you a big girl during tax season. Like we 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 more we more nefarious with it, bro. It ain't yeah. <laughs> Crazy with it, yeah. It gets wild. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's move on. Who's your top five white people of all time? Ooh. I saw a list. Uh, hold on, let me give y'all the list they made. Um, to see if we give y'all any ideas. Their top five. They said top five white niggas of all time. Tony Hawk, number one. Number two, Ben Margera. Uh, number three is Steve Nash. Number four is Justin Timberlake, and number five is Paul Wall. See, that doesn't make sense because Justin Timberlake shouldn't be on that list. That's why I mean you can't trust them all. Yeah. So my list is number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number two, there. Rob Deerdick. Number three, I was just about to say <laughs> Steve Irwin. Number four, Mac Miller, and number five, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> That's my top five white niggas of all time. Um, yeah, honestly, <laughs> all right. Mac Miller for sure. Dirk Nowinski. Mm-hmm. 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 Jason Williams. Jay Will Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Who else? I, I'll throw Bill Burr up there. Bill Fuck Burr is Bill cool. Burr. Damn, this is hard. Cause he really never know. Is Eminem in any of us? No. He would have uh, a few years ago. I, I can't throw him in there no more. From the comments, I'm seeing Anthony Bourdain, Adam Sandler, John Cena, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Paul Walker. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. I really do forget Paul Walker. Boy. People. People love Keanu Reeves. See, yeah, Paul Walker shouldn't be on that list either. You said Paul Walker? Yeah. Yeah, he was Paul Walker? Yeah, he was Oh, nah. Damn, I'm trying to think of a cool-ass white dude. Damn. I think my list is all encompassing, bro. Those are the... If if the clan gave them a knife to stab me or, like, stab me up or something like that, I know they probably wouldn't do it. Stone Cold? Ah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Depending no, on no. how much pressure. Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so he definitely seemed like he'd do that shit, bro. I don't know. Depending on how much pressure they give him to do it. <laughs> but I at least think he, he'd say no the first time. <laughs> no the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Steve Ray with no, man. Uh, that's tough, man. Oh, my, any, my man, EJ. 
I put EJ up there. Oh yeah, the fuck is EJ? <laughs> oh Ernie from uh, TNT. Yeah. I was like, who yeah. the fuck is EJ? Uh, oh yeah, no Ernie, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll I, I put him up there, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like to smash tricks. <laughs> Shout out to EJ, man. <laughs> uh, Amber Rose says the Wiz Khalifa breakup had her crying for three years straight. Um, she says the Wiz was the love of my life. I used to sit in the shower and just be like, "Fuck." Um, the question I was going to ask from his, because she said this was happening for three years where she was just tore down like this and she's just expected to move on. Do you think that you can move on, uh, from the love of your life and live a fulfilling life? Like, or like, is your life altered at some capacity? Um, I guess that's difficult. I feel like you can, because you have to, like you literally are given no choice. Mm. So unless you want to stay fucked up forever, you kind of got to move forward. And also is, I guess, if you think it was the love of your life and they don't want to be with you anymore, is that really the love of your life? Or should that be the love of your life? So maybe you got to go find it somewhere else. But also, I guess if it is just kind of fucked up and you don't find anything better, then that can be a defeating feeling of, I don't know what it was like to kind of have what I want and then not nah, never get it again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah and I, I feel like uh well just for her case she has a child with him so she sees him on the regular i feel like that would make it tough i feel like it would be easier if, if you have no connection and you could just kind of fully move on but if you feel that he was the love of your life and then you have to continuously see him and see his good <laughs> qualities and all that i don't it would be tough to move on yeah, and I'm just looking at her life like she, she got her forehead tatted and stuff like that. I'm like thinking, did that severely alter her life, like her mental state and shit like that? What's going on? I, I feel like this can happen. Like when you lose the love of your life, your life quality just depreciates sometimes. Man, can you rebound from that? Yeah, she'll be alright. I, I just don't know how you know if it's how. How do you know it's the love of your life? You, like you might find somebody that's better, right? Uh, I feel like you always know. And that's a good point Damn. to talk about. I feel like you always know when that you were supposed to be with that person, and it it didn't work out. <clears throat> How do you? Uh, what is making you know? Because I guess, yeah. What what is making you? What would make you know? I think that when you move on and that same vibe or that same connection isn't achieved in any of your your uh, next partners. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. See, I, I, the only thing I would ask is, is it not? Why isn't it achievable? Because sometimes I guess it's not achievable because of you. That's true, but I think the dynamic, um, the dynamic isn't the same. No, no matter. I mean, it's got to be a certain time or place. It's like a, a perfect storm kind of where, very little people get to be with the person they they were you know meant to be with, and this is just a opinion or a theory, but, um. I think you always know when it's that that one person. Now that's not to say that you can't be happy with somebody else. But that 
desire that that chemistry and shit like that, it won't be replicated. You can come close. Mm. Or they may be the the love of your life. So who knows? Because I'm thinking if if I if that if that person if if somebody previous was the love of my life and I mean we're not together anymore. Mm-hmm. I would think that they probably weren't the love of my life because it was something that made us drift. It was something that caused us not to be together for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I would think maybe there is somebody out there that, you know, maybe not everything's going to be the exact same, but we can coexist and it works. Yeah. Yeah. The donor's point, you could think it is, but then like to his point, if it doesn't work out, it could be proof that it was you were wrong, like you thought it was, but they weren't. So now you got to try to figure out who can be. Yeah, but I mean, we discount on the fact that people make mistakes in relationships. And just because you made a mistake and caused it to end or whatever, don't mean that that person wasn't a love of your life. It just means that a mistake was made, like, or somebody fucked up. Like, if it just ends on some amicable handshake shit, like, yeah, of course that's not the love of your life. But if you cheated or you made a rash decision uh, after an argument or something like that, that's just a mistake. And that person could still be the love of your life. Well, I guess that to me is what I would question. Is it? If that's what happens? You You don't think you could cheat on the love of your life? I, and this is my quote. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> but no, I'm, I, honestly, I guess I would say I don't. No, I think it's it, very easy to cheat on the love of your life. Not saying that it's right or that I would do it, but it's very, it, being a nigga, you going to do what you want to do, bro. But I feel like, and the reason I say no is... I feel like if that's how you really feel, you kind of have a different perspective or a different outlook on like the landscape of things. You know, you have a little bit more foresight with each decision that you kind of have to make and like what the chain reaction can be to like certain things, especially if you know other people are involved. Cause it's like, if that's how you feel, I guess, are you willing to one, put yourself in a situation where you're going to put it at risk? And two, even put yourself in a situation where you then have to try to like use energy to like sneak around or cover up and have some lie. I don't know, man. I, I think it's very easy I, for the, you not to I, end up with the love of your life. I feel like that that point it's then a lot of it can be like if you <laughs> once if it doesn't work and you go away and it's like this person was that. You can get stuck in kind of like the, I don't know, the grass is green on the other side. Just the fascinating about like what you think could have happened or what you think would have happened had you still been in that opportunity then as opposed to, I guess, what actually would have happened to the situation that gone on. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, I feel like it's possible, but... I feel like if it's the love of your life, a mistake won't. I, I feel like you could come back from that. Mm, not always. Can, can you? 
Not always. I feel like you can. I feel like if 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 it's really the love of your life, a mistake but, you can you could you could work that out. Now, if you but, can't, but what kind then of it mistake? It is what it is. There are levels to mistakes. Yeah, unfortunately, I love women that stand on business. And so, <laughs> if I fuck up, well, she probably gonna stand on business. <laughs> but, but, but I feel like if if the mistake level is very very high, then that probably wasn't the love of your life. If the mistake no, level that's was not so crazy, yes, yeah, you, you can why. cheat on your you can, you don't think you can cheat on the love of your life? Why do y'all think that? No, I didn't say that. I think you can. I think it's possible, but I don't think that level of mistake is. Uh, you talking about like duty mistakes? No, nah, even cheating. It's, 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 that might not be when you can get a comeback from. What, what I'm saying is, you should be able to, if that's the love of your life, and you make a. And I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm advocating for this shit because I'm not. You should not be doing this. It shouldn't be an option. But if you do cheat on the love of your life, I feel like because it's the love of your life, you guys can bounce back from that. I don't feel like cheating is like the top mistake of a relationship do do you think if you think somebody is the love of your life and you cheat on them they would still look at you like you're the you're the love of their life enough to be like uh we can Mm. fix this yeah that's a good that's a good point people get old cheat all the time if beyonce can get over you can get over (sighs) i don't know know that That But, but that but that is a good point you could feel someone's the love of your life and that person could feel you are not. <laughs> so especially if you fuck tough. up. Damn. Y'all think so y'all think hoes still gotta deal with that? Like, you know how like when you cheat, you can go back and you you're gonna have to hear about it for the rest of your life. Y'all think Absolutely. Jay-Z still gotta hear about it? Absolutely. Yeah. Beyonce's still a woman. She's still a woman. Yeah, she's a person, period. You gonna hear about it. Mm. You can't cheat on anybody and not hear about it for the rest of your life. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna say unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, it is what it is. <laughs> she definitely got moments where she just reflect on how much she's been through. But yeah. but I would say though, it shouldn't be like that though. I I feel like if you if you do that and uh you accept what happened and you accept the person back. You should not be able to bring it up going forward. No, no, that's well, that's just a fantasy land. See, yeah, no, it is, but I feel like it should be that though, because if not, then why? Then we shouldn't even be doing this then. See, I feel like it's like that, but like in reverse. If you ask to be taken back, you got to know it's going to be brought up again at some point. Um, It's like punishment. You you know you got to deal with that headache. It's like when you got drunk as a kid and or snuck out on curfew or some shit. If I'm a, if your parent gonna forgive you, he gonna bring it back up when you ask to go outside at late at night and shit again. Like you, you gonna have to hear their mouth. True. So that's true. That's very true. Especially if you do something that's like they that breaks their trust. Yeah. And now they gotta yeah. you, everything you doing is getting questioned, and now you living in stress. Yeah, you did that to yourself, Playboy. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's always better to just end things. Because you'll never be fully forgiven, and it's always going to be a issue Cloud. down the line. Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh, did y'all see um that Senate bra? You talking about when Buddy was like, "You stay your butt up." 
That shit. Yeah. <laughs> Some niggas. Bro, we got the most embarrassing government in all the world, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. I fuck with it. That's the <laughs> <stupid. laughs> I missed that. Damn it. Let me see. You see that that's, shit? That's that's what on site I, I, is. And I yeah, I saw they post the video, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was a senator from Oklahoma. His name was like Mark Wayne Mullen. Uh, he was, I guess, it was like a a witness from the Teamsters. They were having a conversation, and somehow he got heated. And he was like, uh, I guess he had talked to him beforehand and threatened him okay. or something like that. It, you got you got the clip. Yeah. All right. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place. Printing out tweets is crazy. <laughs> so this is a time. This is a place. You want to run your mouth. We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Ooh, okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it. Right now. Let's stand your butt up. Stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop. Is that your solution? Every fall. No, no. Sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit Active. Oh, okay. Sit down, please. That's standing over there. He's like, all right. <laughs> Bro said, oh, perfect. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's... Bro, you talking to a teamster, bro. Like, you know what them <laughs> niggas are known for? They ain't ready to fight whenever. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh. This shit is embarrassing, dog. And then you got niggas getting elbowed in the Senate. I guess uh, Kevin, uh, what's buddy that used to be Speaker of the House? Kevin McCarthy? He fucking elbowed somebody during the interview. It, it's just fucking <clears throat> ridiculous, bro. Do we need to talk about that Kiki Palmer stuff? Yeah, we can touch on it quickly. Um, the, the phone call leaked of uh, her mama talking to Darius. Well, he recorded her phone call. Um, I guess he was trying to come get his kid, or I don't know what was happening there, but um, it, it was a conversation when she was saying, like, Usher is gay. And it was a lot of stuff said that I just didn't understand, but... Do y'all feel like the the phone call made you go in any direction here, or what? What did y'all think about the phone call? It, to me, I think the phone call just confirmed that everyone is crazy in this situation. <laughs> Which we we probably should I, I probably should have put that together. I, I always gave like Kiki and her mom like the benefit of the doubt because I don't I don't think I've ever heard from Kiki's mom until this situation. Mm-hmm. But she seems like she's a little nuts. And, and Kiki, I, I, I love Kiki. I really do. But I can see where maybe okay. you know, she's a little, her wires are, <laughs> might not be all the way connected. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait till the details come out, though. I, the, the other side, the, the light-skinned brigade, they definitely in the wrong, too. I ain't, I ain't letting them off the hook. But it seems like this is all a mess. Yeah, Kiki mom got kind of out of pocket. I, she didn't really care. She once she started talking about y'all some immigrants. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's a different bag of hatred. <laughs> that, yeah, no. hey, y'all act like Chicago niggas don't be on that with the immigrants, man. <laughs> no, that ain't right. They got them here right now. They fed up. Um. Yeah, when she started doing that and she started quadrupling down on y'all some dick suckers, I didn't even like how she was saying <laughs> yeah, dick suckers. That was crazy. <laughs> and she said he was limp dick, so you know Kiki been saying some shit to her. 
Hell yeah. Wow. That's a boy, yeah. Um, wow. So it is what it is, man. Praying for peace, praying for that situation. Um yeah. hey, it was a mom. Remember I don't know if y'all remember it was a six year old that went to school with a gun in Virginia and shot that teacher. Um the mom was charged twenty one months for for that happening. Um do y'all feel like that's a solution for like stopping kids from doing like stuff is charging their parents? What did what, did the kid get any time? No. <laughs> Give a six year old time. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> like, where they gonna be at? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Listen, Listen I, it's you can't you can't enable that type of behavior. That's all that is gonna grow up and be like one of their two truths in a lie when they go to when they start a corporate job. <laughs> okay, that's I true. shot my no, teacher no, once. They are not. <laughs> I was locked up at six years old. <laughs> That being no, the two truths in a lot of corporate jobs. <laughs> I, sh- I shot my teacher. I'm a twin, and I I love the color blue. <laughs> You're wrong. I did shoot my teacher. <laughs> yeah, nah, she got 21 school. months. I'll be damned if I get some time for what my kid did. I'm sorry. I understand the premise of it, but nah, bro. 21. Months I didn't do this time. shit. If I'm the teacher, 21 months is not enough time. <laughs> I don't know. Getting two years for something they kid did, that's that seems like enough, way more than enough time to me. Nah, I got shot. I could have died. I'm exaggerating that point. That's, that's true. I feel like that's... I don't see nothing wrong with it, to be honest. Because why do they have a... Why does your six-year-old have a gun, have access to a gun? That's extremely bad parenting. That's true, and I, I think you should probably get your kids taken away from you if your kids can access weapons. But for me to have to be in jail with real criminals because my kid couldn't keep can stop doing what they was doing, that's crazy. I do feel like they. I do understand they do need to be punished because it is partially their fault. But that's the kids still got to do their time too. It can't be all one sided. They delay it till they eighteen and shit. <laughs> That should be fucked up. Shit. But all right, man. Uh, any other stories before we get to music? We we gotta wrap up in like five ten. Uh, I'm ready. Y'all caught up on that Chingy beef, Chingy and Nelly beef. Were y'all aware of this? Yeah, when it was, it was on, on the beef DVD. Yeah, that's where I remember it from. Yeah, I, but I don't remember that Chingy verse though. No, that shit was That Chingy verse. Hold up. Yeah, that shit was but niggas sleep on Chingy. That nigga could actually rap. Like when he was on that Ludacris, uh, we got, and I was like, bro, that verse is fucking hard. Niggas just knew him from like the poppy songs, like One Call Away and Holiday Inn and shit, and right there. So. <laughs> I hate that he always has a say it just like that. Right, right there, there. yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, hey man, it is what it is. Shout out to Chingy and uh, to Nelly. Um, all right, man. Uh, I guess let's get into this music. Um, we want to start with the Drizzy man for all the dogs. Scary Hour Edition or Scary Hours Three? I thought I don't know what it is at this point. Yeah, Scary Hours Three. Yeah, this is the first time he's done a deluxe, right? Yeah, he said he didn't need a deluxe. And I don't think he did. I think he sold pretty well. It's first week, but I don't know. It's Drizzy. 
going into this when this was announced, what did y'all what was your initial reaction? Mm, I thought it was gonna be something like separate. So I guess I technically wasn't mad that it was included, but I mean I enjoyed everyone. Okay. No, I I mean before we get into the music, I mean when he announced it. Like, what did you think? Did you think it was an agenda behind it? Was this a response to the criticism he was doing? Or was this, do you think he just had some shit to get off? Like, that, that's what I thought. I thought he was just going, he was going to just talk some shit now. Like, he was upset. And then that trailer was confusing. I don't even know what he was trying to say in that. Was he saying that he didn't write verses for any of all of the dogs or? He didn't. What was he saying? No, I think it was just these songs for the past five yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. So for these songs, he didn't have these verses, and he just he wrote them the past five days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking he was just gonna get his shit off first. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, what did y'all think of the music when it actually dropped? How, how y'all enjoying these, or how y'all not enjoying this? The songs. I I liked him um for the most part. Um I think the thing that takes away from it is just it, it seems like he didn't really want to do this. It seemed like he was forced to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I I think that's the only thing that takes away from it. Like I I like almost every I'm, yeah, I like pretty much every song on here, and I wish some of it was sprinkled in in the original. But when you do this after the criticism, it just feels like all right, we we force this nigga like <laughs> force this nigga to rap for real mm-hmm. or to 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 put some effort in his shit. But I, I thought it was great. Okay, so since you were saying you liked him, yeah, I mean. I think this was more of what we were expecting or what we have wanted to expect. A nice little combination, everything. Um, good to hear Cole again. Um, Drake was kind of in his messy bag. So it was, I'll fuck with it. Yeah. And that, that was the thing to me. It was just like, Drake is rapping about the same shit, but just over mustier beats. <laughs> like the shoe fits, fits like the, the whole theme of the the album, like he's still talking crazy about women. Uh, Academics said that he might be dissing Melissa Ford with that link tree shit, which if he is, it's hilarious. What she did do real estate? You know, you remember what part I'm talking about? I do, but I'd, him dissing Melissa Ford would be. She's not crazy. sucking dick on Cam though. Okay. <laughs> Because if she was, I would have been seen it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> that yeah. been out there. So I'm 50-50 on it also. Y'all know how I feel about Rappity Rap Drake. Um, I'm not the biggest fan. Like, yeah, some of these songs are good. Red Button, The Shoe Fits, and Evil Ways to me are the standouts. But I think that, that one song, uh, Stories to My Brothers or something like that, that goes on way too long. Um, And I get tired after, after a certain while. Um, and I forgot the other two songs, but I'm like 50 50 on it. It was good though. Which one's the one with the James Harden story? That was, uh, if the shoe fits. Okay. Oh, the shoe I feel like that one, I feel like that one went a little too long. I was like, damn, all right, get to the shit, man. <laughs> what you trying to say? But, but, but I like it though. I, I, I do like it. It seemed like he put effort in these songs. I'll say that. 
Mm. It seemed like he really was trying to get a message across in in every single one. So I respect him for that, John. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see if I had any other thoughts on this one. No, I think that's about it. No, I got one more thought. Stop dissing Ye, man. Stop dissing him, bro. He's in Saudi Arabia. He's with Dollar Sign. It's the, they coming. Watch oh. out, Drizzy. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand it. Um, I feel like Ye not really bothering him anymore. But who knows? Maybe it's some behind the scenes shit. I think Drake has that like. Uh, you know, that uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant thing where he needs to feel like somebody's dissing him for him to rap good. Are you talking so about he, the, he needs to, where he he's mentioned, I guess, what, thinking he was squashed, but it was all like a tactic? Premeditated. Yeah. yeah. yeah Is that yeah. really a diss, though, or could that just be true? Well, on one of the song, on one of the other songs, he said something about uh, uh, you took your shoes off. You, Cause you were sick of tying them or some other shit. Like he, he sprinkled some other subs in there that I wasn't really fucking with. Um, uh, I, like I said, it was decent. I, I like to hear Drake rap, but I'm not the big biggest Drake rapy rap fan, and you can keep that. Um, we have Andre 3000. He did a little flute, uh, <laughs> flute album. Man, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I didn't want none of this. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's not yeah, what yeah. we wanted. I wasn't mad at it though. You gotta listen yeah, to it listening. in the right space. Uh-huh. I listened to it, and I, I I feel like I was in the right space, but it it just wasn't good to me. Like, it's hard to be critical on sounds, so like I can't be like, oh, these these woodwinds are off. But like, I don't know. It, it's just like, what am I supposed to? I don't know. Maybe it's not for me to critique. But I do think, like, after a nice night with like your lady or something like that, you throw that on in the morning. Mm, could be this is, yeah, no, this is early. Like for me, it was like very much early morning music. You know what I'm saying? You keep the house real quiet, but you want some sounds. Watch the sunrise type shit. You know, yeah, that one song sounded like a night wolf, <laughs> a night wolf origins intro. So, like, I was like, bro, I feel like I'm on a fucking uh, Indian reservation right now. Listen to this shit. Like, like, I need a fucking beret or some shit, bro. Like, it's, nah, bro, I, I'm good on this one. Uh, but shout out to him, man. He, he said that uh, he made this type of album because he's what 48, I want to say. He said, as a 48-year-old, what do I have to rap about? Do y'all feel like at a certain age, like, what are you rapping about? I mean, I guess in theory, yeah. You you can only rap about so much. I mean, because if you even look at some of our older rappers, they can only rap about dope in the past into so much content. It's like, what are you rapping about? And we've heard some of our rappers rap about stuff now. You, you want to hear them rap, but you want to hear less of it because you do acknowledge that there's like a drop-off in what you can rap about. I don't know, man. I feel like he can still laugh. I mean, he can still rap about what he does on the on the day to day, even if it's not like the most extravagant shit. I mean, Larry June and Currency just rap about their day, and it's it's decent. And they're yeah, not even but, really talking about doing too much crazy stuff. But that's a whole that's switching up like a whole. I guess your whole content. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of great older rap albums. Like Kanye dropped Donda when he was what, like 47? Yeah, yeah, he was around there. What, 46, wait, 47? He, how, how, yeah, I don't know how old he is right now. I want to say Kanye got to be like 48, maybe 40. Yeah. Somewhere. Around. I think he's like 45. Oh, he's 45? Uh, 46, 46. So he dropped it when he was 43, 42, somewhere around there. Um, Jay dropped 444. He had to be in his 50s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nas dropped uh, the, the album by Khalees when he was older. So you Did can. Yeah, unfortunately, we got to mention that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as I think it does get harder to make those rap albums as you get older. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's fine, too. But I feel like, man, bro, you can sing, too. You don't have to rap. I feel like... That's true, know, bro. He was singing on a uh, blah blah. Yeah, like I, I just can't support you not using your voice, man. You Andre three thousand, dog. You could come up with something using your voice. Yeah, I think maybe it's one of those things where he's been so great that he's scared to not be great, or he's scared to drop something that people will consider not so great, and that tarnishes his legacy. Or maybe it's just yeah. rap isn't music is one of his passions and it's something he was good at, but it's not something that like drives him. Also, yeah, he gave us enough. I'm I'm not really shitting on him for giving us this. Like, but I'm not. It's it's not my cup of tea. I'll just say it like that. Yeah, hey, Andre can do whatever he wants, but I'm not. I'm not going to support it. <laughs> you're not going to listen. Don't say you're not supporting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supporting. I did. That's not what I want. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Let's move on to this uh, party. Partisan Fontaine. Uh, he dropped a diss on the Meg the Stallion called Meg the uh, Person. Is it yeah. called Meg the Person? No, he dropped it to Meg the, the Person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he dropped it to Meg the Person. Uh, I listened to it and it wasn't bad. Like, it was actually a decent song. I don't think that that was necessary, but it wasn't a bad song to me. Not to me either. And I, I feel like maybe it was necessary. You think so? Uh, what did Meg do outside of saying that nigga was cheating? I think that's that's what it is. If you're going to come out and, and if you're going to start it, it's like when a, a rapper subs you and then the next rapper just comes with a full-on diss. It happens all the time. So, so you got to address the sub. I'm not mad at him. I thought that was corny, but I, I I do think elements of it was corny. Like, but the but overall was, song was okay. Was it though? What parts were did you stop find corny? Can't have a feminist tattoo on you and then be mad when your girl was fucking niggas before you. Like, that don't that don't add up to me, bro. What's that? What you really want to be a feminist or not? <laughs> but, but, but what if she lied to you? If she lied to you about it, I think that's what it, his issue was. She lied to him about it. I don't know. It just that shit was corny to me. The Meg the person line was super fucking corny. Outside of that, it was a decent. It was a decent <laughs> song. He was trying to be real responsible with his with his disses too. <laughs> you got a nasty spirit. Like what? <laughs> yeah, he was talking. Man, he was talking. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not mad. Like, if she get her shit off, you can't get your shit off. But 
as long as you're not corny with it. Some of it was kind of corny. Otherwise, I thought it was a pretty decent song. Well, it's always going to be seen as corny when the man is responding to the woman on wax. Nah, that, that ain't that ain't really the thing though. Because some of the shit, I'm like, okay, I, I see the lipo thing. I don't, I don't know if you really need to that. That just seemed corny. Um, but get your shit off. I understand y'all in the back and forth. So it's not a, a, the case of it's a man uh, over a woman type thing. I just think that some of that shit, for the way he was moving beforehand, you doing you doing spoken word and shit, bigging her up and shit, and then when things go sour, you flip and get on some demonic shit. Like I don't know, that looks kind of corny. So that sh- that shit was performative. No, she started it though. She didn't have to say nothing about their relationship. He wasn't saying nothing. If you think about uh, it, I don't think nobody was checking for that nigga to say anything. I'm saying he was quiet. He, he was just laid up. Laid up. All right. And <laughs> he was laid up with his uh, new queen. Not saying a word. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't have a problem with him saying anything. I just some of it was kind of corny, but it was what it was. Um. Any any final thoughts on that? No. Alright. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nightmares in the Trenches by Lil Dirk and uh, Only the Family. Anybody check that out? I ain't get to it yet. Um, yeah, it was, it was one song I messed with, but... Was that solo Lil Dirk song? Uh, no, it's one with Ice Wear. Oh, yeah, that, that fuck it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was fire. Um, Queen Aja dropped a tape called After the Butterflies. When when you think of Queen Aja music, it sounds just like that. Gotcha. That's all. That's all I need. To, I, that's all I need. To know. It's gonna sound crazy because that that definitely came on in the home, and I had to request that to be turned off. I'm like, we not gonna yeah. we, not, we we not gonna play the Queen Aja on the big. Yeah. Put on something else, man. We not doing. Hey, can you turn that off, please? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That taboo with Elliot Bellinger is kind of fire. But outside of that, it's just like standard influencer R and B type sound. Like it's nothing crazy. Uh, welcome to College Girl, Two Chains, and Lil Wayne. They didn't listen to it at full. I want. I mean, again, it's. I, I figured it'd be somewhat decent because you don't get need full like projects from either of them at this point. So if they split in the workload, it probably has some potential to be on there. I, I saw people saying like. It, it, it was actually pretty good, and they liked the production. I'm not one of those people. I didn't really like it, to be honest. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I, the The problem with this is, I think that any song that Two Chains went off of, on Wayne didn't go off on, or if any song that Wayne went off on, Two Chains was kind of bad. So it's just like it wasn't a good mix. Um, also, that Wayne that Wayne verse on I forgot what song on it where he just chose whatever flow he wanted to. I was like, bro, what is this? I forgot the name of the song, but it was like maybe it was Moonlight or something. Or maybe it was a song with Ross. But he just went off on a tangent. But yeah, the song with Ross made me feel like him and Ross need a a, a collab tape. I'm gonna, uh, Wayne and Ross. I'm gonna be mad so, at that. Yeah. Because Ross killed his verse. I, I fucked with his verse heavy. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. My G Jordan dropped another tape, but that was just like a weird like techno remixes of their yeah. old songs piss me off uh 
and Side Out Baby dropped something. I'm in the process of listening to that now. First song was pretty good. And anybody else dropped yeah. something? No, you for, you forgetting the boy, man. Who? Alone at Prime Deluxe. Oh, yeah. For some reason, that fire. wasn't on, on the list. Yeah, but was it decent? Bro, that shit, fire. To me, it's better than the list. check it out. I gotta check it out. Shit goes crazy. Yeah. Was it like just a couple new songs added or how many songs? It's a whole new album. Oh, it's a whole new album. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Definitely check it out. The last one had some decent ones. I still watched that uh, performance of that one song. Um, That's probably one of my most watched videos on YouTube. So I'm going to check it out. He went nuts. Any uh, standouts? Yeah. uh, Poison Ivy's. Poison Ivy's crazy. He got this one interlude on there that is the saxophone on that joint. You you gotta play this shit at night all the way through. You gonna fuck with it. Okay. Uh, but. I guess I was gonna say a couple another project I listened to, the All Star JR. I fuck with that oh, one. They found me like mm-hmm. this. Uh then a couple singles. Uh we got a new Mozzie single. We got a Fortune Doug single. Spin that back. We got a new Kamaya single. Yeah, I'm excited for that Kamaya. Was she dropping? Uh, um, I don't know. She dropping a sequel to Good Night in the Ghetto next week, next uh, Friday. Oh, we got our Lennox single. Yeah. And I was gonna ask how y'all felt about that Water remix. Water, water, water I, remix. Uh, uh, Travis. Oh, it was good. I actually like yeah. it. I, I listened to it too and I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Oh yeah, when they announced it, I was like, yeah, that's a random combo. But I think he's trying to hit too. Um, so <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, that's all I have. Anything else from y'all before we get into the shout outs? No. All right, man. Uh, see what you got. Um, this week, uh, shoot, I'm gonna shout out Ti. Apparently, he opened up like uh, affordable housing somewhere in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. usually we saw a joke with him, but shout out to him for that. Um, shout out to Miro. He has a production thing coming with Mello. Um, so he's doing his own thing. We didn't have to split. And Jesus was a. Uh, on the Pablo Torre podcast. And he had some good, you know, insights on his benefits of going to therapy and just learning how it's like the, what did he say? He, he used some nerd speak. You learn the, the operating system that is yourself and you know how to like respond to certain situations. So good, good conversation overall kind of here. We was uh, talking about, but those are my shout outs. Yeah. I don't normally comment on niggas pages, but I commented, man, and let him know that that was a powerful, that was a powerful segment right there. Uh, don't know what you got, bro. Uh, uh, I'm a shout out Bum J, man. He showed up on that Yay track, man. He's back. You know what I'm saying? Young Chicago nigga. I like that Yay gave him an opportunity. And his verse wasn't Bum that J bad. Bum J like 40 man. right now. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Young Chicago nigga. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, that was what I didn't even think about that. But yeah. <laughs> He a legend though, man. It's good to hear Bum J again. So I'm going to give him a shout out. 
Yeah. Uh, salute, salute to Bum J. Salute to Dirk. He killed that shit too. Not that shit was fire. Um, my shout out is going to uh, Clay Thompson. You've had a great career. It's time to call it one, bro. It's time, bro. Like. I, I normally give you the benefit of the doubt and I was giving him the benefit of the doubt the other day like hey he, he having a slow start he had turned it around but Jesus Christ like what are you doing out there bro so I don't know I, I still got hope that maybe he'll turn it around but it's looking like he might have to just hang it up after this year bro 1 for 10 is nasty <sighs> yeah nasty anybody else would be on a bench yeah so I don't know that, that's who my shout out going to I try to be positive during my shout outs um, shout out to Cassie for the um, for the courage to come out so that that's my positivity right there um, but yeah man anything else to say before we get about it holiday season yeah yeah man enjoy your, enjoy your uh, family food that, uh, that Black Friday slate for sports look, look amazing so Oh yeah, we we definitely gonna get into that, man. And Justin looked like he playing some ball, man. So go Bears, man. Y'all, is he really? Yeah, they they up seven zero now. Um, and of course he has five points already. So, ah, fucking knew I should have went with Justin. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, any foods that y'all looking forward to eating this weekend? I mean this week. So it's what? We never get stuffing during the year, bro. You only get stuffing one day a year. You gotta really cherish that shit. Uh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not really looking forward to nothing. Damn. Damn, man. I don't really look forward to like Thanksgiving food. I mean, some mac yeah. and cheese is cool. Mac and cheese be hidden. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it. Y'all eat cranberry sauce? No. No. <laughs> I, I think the, the niggas that eat cranberry sauce need to be studied, bro. For real, <laughs> that's, that's a wild thing to eat. Uh, so, yeah, that's an eighteen hundred search. Yeah, I don't know who developed that, but yeah, that shit is crazy. But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We out of here. No little boss man.